Hey, and welcome back to the best 30 minutes of your life. It's your third string coach, Coach O, a former D1 Plus 2 athlete, and the Tim, a professional person, where jokes are funny and sports are real. In this episode, we're going to go over the debate of the week. Would be named, Should Animals Have a Specific Right? Goat and Woat of the Week. College Program Powerhouses, Underdog, Random Sports Stuff, Picks of the Week, Challenge of the Week, and The Life Hack. So, Caleb, this happened... Twice now, uh, two weeks in a row, should tripping be allowed in the NFL? So, <laughs> funny thing, I had no idea this rule even existed before last week when it happened in the Packer game against the uh, 49ers uh, when our safety, Amos, came and, like, I think he tripped the quarterback as he was trying to cross the line of scrimmage. And I started, like, freaking out on the TV. And I was like, what the heck is that? He was tackling him. And it was actually just a trip. And it, they flagged him. I, I was like, really mad and then it happened again this week and of course since i was educated last week i just i knew the rules and so i was like freaking out that they didn't call it well they did call it and then they picked up the flag so even though it happened to the packers today i honestly don't think true uh, well i sorry i honestly think that tripping should be allowed in the nfl and here's why short answer and long answer okay. all co- combined Good. into one Good. it's football the goal of football is to tackle a person with the ball so in order, I should be able to do whatever I need to do to bring the guy with the ball down. Okay. That's why tripping should be allowed. Okay. So, a couple things. Shout out to all you real ones that knew this was a rule. And the next thing would be <laughs> with the tripping, Caleb. I, In a way, I kind of agree with that. But then I also kind of look at it like the offensive line, it just screws offensive line over, line over even more. So, like... They put so much time and effort into protecting the quarterback, and they protect him, and they push him away. They give him five seconds, but then, you know, they're blocking him good. But then the defensive line, um, you know, they put one of their feet out and trips the quarterback. That That's really interesting because thinking about, like, cornerbacks, instead of trying to bring somebody down, they just, like, stick their foot out and trip the guy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I can kind of see it. I just, watching that for the first time last week and not knowing it was a rule, I was just, like, outraged. It was just like, what the heck? I mean, is I was this? outraged as well because that play was, I think it was actually going to be like a seven yard sack. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and it was, yeah, <laughs> within five minutes of the game. So that was a huge call. And so I obviously it knew it because I'm a real one. Yeah. An RO. Well, hey, can I just give a quick shout out to the people who didn't know that was a rule? Yeah. I think. No, shout out to them. Yeah. Too, so yeah. Sh- just shout out yeah, to all Yeah, for sure. Because thank you. <laughs> so yeah, that, that was awesome. Also, during the. Uh, play after the play this is I should so say good. tony romo um as just a goat yeah, yeah just a freaking goat he uh was talking about um tj watt and his fiance because tj watt is the person who tripped rogers this week and he uh, was talking about him and his fiance and his fiance i guess is a former soccer player from uw and he's like he's like talking about the play and then he's like um well tj watt's fiance should um she must have been the one that showed him how to use his foot out there. <laughs> oh, Tony Romo. <laughs> that was just so funny. Oh my gosh, that was that was hilarious. Yeah. So he is the freaking wizard. <laughs> Tony's awesome. Let's uh let's get into our uh would be named, and for this week we have the NFC East, and these are our last two teams in the NFC East. 
And we have the New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys up today. My first would-be named is New York Rats. And the reason it would be named the New York Rats is because the city is full of rats, both people and actual rats. The city looks cool to go to, like, from afar and from, like, a blimp or from, like, uh, outer space. But then you get there and you realize that, like, everything is a rat. Name it after, you know, what your city is known for, and that's rats. Or... The, the New York exoduses, because all the people moving from New York. Uh, yep, everyone's just moving. That's but a good my one. official one um, is New York Rats. Okay, so my uh, pick for the New York Giants would be the New York Delis. In New York, deli meat is very popular, Ooh. and delis are like all over the place. The only thing that's wrong with that is they don't play like very meaty. <laughs> they never do. So, they never they have, never they do. never will. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, so, but um, my pick would be the New York Delis. Okay, I like it. <laughs> yeah, you do. Okay, you know what? Here's the thing, pal. My next one is the Dallas Horse Girls. <laughs> okay. Dallas Horse Girls, Explain. and the reason why, I will. You don't have to interrupt. Okay. Dallas Horse Girls, because it's kind of the opposite of a cowboy, so I think it'd be kind of funny. It's kind of cowgirls, but like it'd be the opposite of a cow, which is kind of a horse, if you will. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can see that. I like it. Um, for mine, I would call them the Dallas rodeos because, uh, without like, don't have cowboys unless you have rodeos, a rodeo produces a cowboy. So you should be called, or they should be called the Dallas rodeos. Okay. But yeah, going over that, like, that's why they should be called the horse girls because without horses, you can't have a rodeo. Okay. So let's go back even more without, Hey, you don't have horses. (laughs) (laughs) so. <laughs> <laughs> true i didn't think so of that dallas one hayes, it has to be. the dallas hayes <laughs> oh my gosh but that is perfect. that is good the dallas rodeos my honorable mention is the dallas 7-elevens and i kind of like them to be named that because they kind of suck and 7-eleven is like the worst convenience store in the history of ever yeah ever 7-eleven was founded in dallas actually founded as too polite it was they were started in Dallas, 7-Eleven. Mm. So that's my honorable mention that Dallas 7-Elevens, just because Dallas kind of okay. sucks, and so does 7-Eleven. Yeah. Um, if Except I never actually kind of decent. If I never had to go in a 7-Eleven again, I would be so happy. I do everything I can to never go to a 7-Eleven. Have you ever drank their coffee from 7-Eleven? No. It's I like I don't drink coffee, but I think I had it one time with my mom. It is like drinking. Gas. I don't even know. It's just it's not, you're not yeah basically drinking gas. I think they do put gas in their coffee pots. If I was gonna go from California to New York, and my chance or my basically my two options were to use Seven Eleven for every fill up or a walk, I would walk every time. Absolutely. Like if I'm I had to get gas there. and snacks from Seven Eleven, I would just rather walk. <laughs> so perfect. Caleb, this we're we're done with our would be named. We're going to move on to your, to the next really serious topic of, you know, this podcast. I got to say this with a straight face. So, should animals have the right to bear arms? <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I can say it seriously. Obviously, bears have the right to bear arms. But, like, should yeah, all bears are Bears are definitely a given. So, the way I view this, if they are registered <laughs> in the United States, <laughs> they should be able to bear arms. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I, I totally agree. It's going to be really scary though. When like, 
I want to go hunting. I go to Wisconsin. I'm trying to get my white. <laughs> I'm trying to get my white tail tags. And at that same store, there's a deer <laughs> trying to get human tags because <laughs> he's gonna be hunting. <laughs> Unless if like <laughs> we don't let them do that, they can't actually hunt. They just have the right to protect themselves. So that would be meaning that they're protecting us when we go hunting. Yeah, so they could actually have a rifle okay. too. Which <laughs> it's gonna because then like we might want to think about like yeah I guess they're colorblind so we have the orange thing figured out. But or like, or should animals have the right to bear horns? Okay. Because deer have horns, so they just charge us. Yeah. So then are they smart deer? Because they don't know. Would they like start? Yeah, I guess we could like genetically improve them. <laughs> improve. <laughs> we talk a lot about Elon Musk. So yeah, he will improve yeah. the deer. The deer. Yeah. So it's either, you know, they can all have horns or they can bear arms. Yeah. Only if they're registered. So let's talk a little bit about our fan interaction of the week. And so we posted a um, question for you guys, and it is, what is one thing you would want to know about your future? And we had some great responses. Um, so thank you guys for commenting on our stuff. Um, just going through a few of them, we got one from Bucky Basil. I know uh, Basil, he's a great friend. Um, hope you're doing well out in college there. Um, he wants to know uh, who he would end up with. Great question. I think every a lot of people would want to know that. I want to know that. I think you're married, Tim. Oh, that's what that means. <laughs> Love that. Um, let's see. Um, we have, I have one. one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have one from username Timmy Brill. He said, will I ever buy an iPhone? Oh. So that's kind of interesting. I yeah. wonder if he will. Yes, I can answer that for him. Okay, sweet. So, yeah, another one would be from H... Brizzle or something? Brizzle? No one knows how to say it. Brizzle? Yeah, yeah, I think H. Brizzle is how you say it. And this person said, is my brother and his husband will make it big so they can support me. So terrible grammar, but we (laughs) get the point. Um, We have one from John Riddell. And he is actually one of my coworkers at my job. He's an awesome fellow and he wants to know well he this is his post i would not want to know anything about my future life can be full of joy that comes like that's actually a great response he doesn't want to know anything he just wants to experience it as it comes so good answer john that is such a like amazing thing to say i would be the exact opposite like (laughs) i want to know everything about my future exactly (laughs) like do i ever grow hair no um let's see here Oh, here's one from my wife. She wants to see or know how many kids Caleb and I are going to have. Well, I can answer that for her. We are going to have 12 minus wow. eight. 12 minus eight. Okay. So like between like two and eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, math is not my strong point. Uh, shout out to a real one, Brandon and Thomas. He said, which is arguably the best one. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> he said, if great. I'll ever be able to eat a fresh Chick-fil-A sandwich on a Sunday with a <laughs> crying, not crying face. What is that? How do you describe that emoji? Like that? It's kind of like a sad, yeah, sad face. Yeah. Oh not like a, just a sad. It's more of like a, a cute, sad face. Yeah. So yeah. Shout out, Brandon, with your cute emojis. 
<laughs> so that's yeah great interaction thanks guys for uh commenting and just continue to look for uh times to interact with our podcast so yeah caleb moving on to our goat of the week my goat is Giannis anadokounmpo and he tweeted a he just made a tweet that said going grocery shopping late at night be, might be the most relaxing thing ever lol and then he posted a picture of him <laughs> saying that he was in a mask and no one noticed him and i thought right off the bat that was hilarious and then you dig deep, you you know you dig a little bit deeper into twitter and the top comments which also like top comments are the greatest thing ever i am so happy that platforms do this because top <laughs> comments i live for top comments one day i will have a top comment on a photo or radio that's kind of actually one of my life goals is to be a top commenter on a okay. it's not but i might change that anyway the top comment said was like okay yeah so there is, he basically said, there's this tall dude in a Wisconsin CVS. He's seven feet tall with a Greek accent. Yeah, no one knows who you are. It's like, there's literally <laughs> one person in Wisconsin that's like that. Like, exactly. no one has a Greek accent, first of all. I've never met someone with a Greek accent. And I've traveled the world. And Exactly. Yeah, and so the fact that he thought that, like, no one recognized him is the absolute comedy. Well, let's just first talk about that. Giannis here is an actual goat in all aspects yeah. on the freaking court and just in life. He has actually hilarious tweets. As like, I think his first year year he tweeted a picture of like a smoothie. How like that was the greatest thing ever <laughs> in his life. Yeah. He like never had one before. Yeah. He just has like the greatest one liners and yeah. stuff like that. Like going grocery shopping later. Yeah, that's awesome. I love Giannis. I will always forever love him. Greatest player of all time. What if he gets traded? He won't. Um, Sorry, everyone. Caleb's face just dropped when I said that. Yeah. I'm mean. so sorry. Anywho, Giannis is a goat. My goat of the week is actually my wife, Molly. She uh, finished her first week at her new job, and she's um, doing great there. She loves it. Um, it's been a good change for her. And also, this weekend, we got a puppy, and just seeing her um, mama instincts kick in and just, like, take care of our puppy and still, like, running the household and stuff like that. She's just doing awesome. Yeah. And I just want to give her a big shout-out because I love her, and, uh, yeah, she's just doing she's doing great things. Yeah, shout out to you, Molly. Um, Caleb, this kind of begs a question. Once you get a dog, does that officially make you a mommy and a daddy? Yes. Okay. What about a cat? Short answer and long answer. Oh, dang. Uh, a cat? Yeah, exactly. A cat? I don't know. Because um, I think a cat it, it is kind of like, like uncle and aunt. Okay. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it just, a cat, like you can just leave a cat alone. For, for however long, because you just have a litter box out. You just have to make sure you feed it every once in a while. And they make um, automatic feeders on Amazon, so you could, like, literally have a cat and yeah. see it, like, once every, like, nine to ten years. Exactly. Just have, like, a 30, or just have, like, a 300-pound thing of food, automatic food, and never see your cat. <laughs> That's a good cat. Never yeah, seeing it. definitely. Sorry, um, babe. Uh, but, no, I do agree. I, I would say, yeah, just because, like, with a puppy especially, it just it has so much hands-on work that you always have to be watching it, making sure it doesn't pee on everything and poop on everything. Um, but yes, so my my short and long answer would be yes. Okay, nice, great. Shout out Thank to you, you, Molly. My quote of the week, Jamar Brown of the South Carolina Gamecocks. And so, Caleb, like, when will athletes learn to hold onto the ball until they cross the goal line? It is outrageous. I don't understand. This has happened multiple times now, probably three or four times. Deshaun Watson, or uh, not Deshaun Watson, uh, Jackson. Deshaun Jackson, 
Happened mm. with a Steelers wide receiver too, I believe. Like, dude, you let go of the ball before you cross the goal line. Like, what the actual crap is wrong with you? Like, yeah, you fought I, so hard. I saw this. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, you fought so hard. Like, dude, hold on to it and then spike the ball or throw it in this. Like, yeah, outrageous. you can't wait to celebrate just one more second. Now, I I saw that and I was just my mind was blown. Like, I guess he's a defensive player, so his excuse is he doesn't see the uh, the end zone much. But that was uh, just, that's such I mean, a stupid think, excuse. Like, yeah, no, you you I, I live just, okay. Yeah, as a defensive man. You live to freaking score a touchdown. That's yeah. like when you score a touchdown, like few things are better than that in your career. Yeah. So like I don't know why you wouldn't want to I don't get it. I that was outrageous. You're a freaking woat brown. <laughs> yeah. And uh that's why you'll never be drafted. <laughs> We're calling it right now. <laughs> you need to get the woat tattoo. Yeah, absolutely. Um my woat of the week is the Tennessee Titans for losing to an awful uh, 0-3 Jets team. Like the Titans were a very competitive team last year, made it deep into the playoffs, I believe, and uh, just have been struggling this year. They just have not looked like the same Tennessee Titans. The Jets have not looked like a good team. Yeah, they have a rookie quarterback, but the first three games have just looked awful. Oh, yeah. They have looked awful. The first three games. Um, But today, they they started putting things together. Zach Wilson looked pretty decent. Things were kind of going for him. So, shout out to the Jets for, like, finally getting things rolling in the right direction. So, um, but it's just te- like Tennessee for being a good team. If they want to make the playoffs again th- this year, like they, they can't be losing games like this. Yeah. Like this has to be a win for them. Yeah, for sure. Although that is a very easy division. They're definitely mm, going to take, yeah. take the division, but whatever. Probably. Yeah. My honorable mention, I do have another one is Jake Brents. Uh, he threw the worst pitch ever thrown. And so he's basically <laughs> like, you know, he wound up winding. What? Winding. Winding. Yeah, so he ended up, like, throwing the pitch, and it, like, didn't come out of his hand until, like, he was... It came out way too late, and so the ball came out and basically hit the sand in the pitcher's mound and then (laughs) went out, like, halfway between home plate and third base. It was an outrageous pitch. Um, Hopefully he can laugh about it, you know, one day. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he can now because I took his job. Being a lefty, yeah. I'm just super good at throwing baseballs really hard. Yeah. So it just being a lefty automatically puts you like throwing the ball at, like 90 miles per hour. Oh yeah, easy, easily 90 miles per hour. Shout yeah. out, Dad. He said back when I was growing up, he was saying that I was going to be his retirement with my arm because I was a lefty. Uh, he would always uh, say that. Um, that's amazing. Shout sorry, out, Mike. <laughs> Let's get into our uh, second sports topic, and this one is an interesting one. Is the is the um, big powerhouse of college programs over in college football? Ooh. And I say this because we've, especially this year, we've recently seen a decline in major programs across the country. There have been a lot of upsets, and we're just going to name two here. But the first one, or the one I want to name, is the Stanford game beat upsetting Oregon, a number three team in the nation, lost to a one and two team. So Stanford now, after beating them, was a 2-2 two and two team. And Stanford, they were decent for a while, but they were never a massive program. Back when Jim Harbaugh was there, um, they were pretty decent. But they never were, like, top 10. They might have been top 10, but they were never very good. And now, but as we continue to see, like, and again, especially this year, there's a lot of upsets happening. So, like, what is the reason for this? Is it talent is being spread out? 
is recruiting down for these big programs or different like or five star athletes experimenting with going to smaller colleges like it could be a lot of things but it's just a very interesting thing to see this happen and i'm kind of for it i'm not sure but like college is becoming more competitive and that could be good for it or, or and it could be bad at the same time yeah i think it's good for it um it is crazy though because when you hear kentucky no matter what whenever someone says kentucky you just think basketball even if you're not no, talking yeah. sports everything is always just basketball yeah and kentucky another upset beat florida yeah yeah because they upset the number 10 team florida yeah florida but Gators. it's so like, and florida has yeah no it's so crazy that they've they beat them. Yeah, Flor- like Florida has been a, like like a high high program for many years and they they've struggled the last couple years but like they're still up there and they've still been a really ever since Urban Myers there's a really good program and now like yeah, Kentucky, Kentucky's a basketball program and they go out and upset a number 10 team in the nation. Like there's something happening in college football and I, and I like I said, I think I like it. I think this is going to be good for the game. I think games are going to be more competitive. Um, but yeah, it, it's very interesting. I think the only team that isn't going to fall for the next couple of years is Alabama. They're they're on another level, but I'm going to say it here first that Alabama will fall in the next couple of years. Okay. Wow. What does fall mean? Two losses in a season or what? <laughs> for Alabama, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, the, the massive walls fall around Alabama, and they yeah, lose I mean, two times. Everything comes to an end, Caleb. I mean, talking about walls, Jericho, Rome, Rome. Yeah, everything. Everything comes. To <laughs> that an is end. true. Everything good. It's very true. Moving on to our underdog pick. Um, last week we got we talked to you guys about our underdog pick, the Tampa Bay Rays, and as they move into the MLB playoffs, so. In their last couple of games, they have reached a hundred games for the first time in franchise history. Which I don't want to take like full credit for this, like triple digit but, wins. But like yeah. we said, we were taking them before they got a hundred wins. Exactly. So like I, you know, I want to be careful and delicate and not super like we know everything or like we we like really give that confidence boost to people that we believe in yeah. them. But like I mean. It speaks for itself. Like they did it now. Yeah. Go raise. And so yeah, definitely go raise. They're goats and good momentum heading into the playoffs. Yeah. Also, I want to give us a credit along with that. Like we gave the Chargers all that confidence, and the only reason they beat the Chiefs last week was because of us too. So I think the Rays and the one thing the Rays and the Chargers have something in common and it's us. Yeah, I think that's the only thing they have in common. Yeah, but they're both on their way to win championships. So yeah. shout out to you guys. Yeah. Keep goading it up. Speaking of Chargers, um, though, they do play tomorrow night, and so yes. we'll have an update on you guys on them. You know, next week. But honestly, let's just give the update now. So yeah, the Chargers won against the Raiders. They won uh, thirty-one <laughs> to twenty-four. So it was a really good game. But honestly, the Chargers are going to go to the play. Are they going to go to the? I'm going to. I'm gonna freak out if that's the actual score, and then we'll have to post this somewhere, like to like Sports Center, to say like show them the date that you you called it, like be- the night before. That'd be dope. Uh, go Chargers! Moving on to our random sports stuff. Um, I want to talk about something interesting that happened yesterday in the Oklahoma versus Kansas State game. So Kansas State was down. It was a decently close game. They tried an onside kick and they completed it. And the play was reviewed like a normal thing would, kind of like a scoring play. And the play stood. Like, the ball went 10 yards before they touched it. 
They saw everything, and the refs were like, all right, we're good. And the offense started moving on the field, and then all of a sudden everything stopped again, and Oklahoma had thrown their challenge flag on it, and they were challenging that the kicker kicked it twice in his um, in the process of kicking the onside kick. And so the referees went back and overturned the call, and it was interesting so once Oklahoma got the ball, the, the announcers were talking and they called their rules expert in and they were asking him, like, what's going on here? And he said the ref shouldn't have allowed this because once a play is reviewed, you can't the play it. should then, yeah, yep. th- that, that is the final say. You can't challenge it. So this kind of goes back to what we were talking about a few episodes ago of, like, challenging every play. So I'm guessing you are okay with them being able to challenge this. I'm not okay because that's not the actual rules. The rules okay. are you can't challenge it. And, like, I'm obviously yeah. not going to advocate for breaking rules unless if, you know, it's kind of to help the Packers. But this yeah. one wasn't. But it goes back to, like, I know there's a human element. I know that's great. But also they're going to make mm-hmm. mistakes. You should be able to challenge everything. Anything and everything. I don't care what it is. Like, you should be able to challenge it. And so I, I like yeah. that. I don't like it because they shouldn't have been able to do that because the rules are you can't challenge a reviewed play. Yeah. Now, like it happened again today where uh, Dallas, uh, Dallas tight end, I think Schultz or whatever, he ended up catching a ball, but then they ruled it for progress. But it was like the most clear fumble ever. But because mm-hmm. on the field they called it, Forward progress, which it wasn't. It clearly wasn't. It made no. It made no sense whatsoever. But on the field, they call it forward progress, so they couldn't challenge that. That is garbage. The NFL, ha- especially the NFL, they need to fix this. Mm. So, are you changing yeah. your mind or no, Caleb? I don't know. It, like you said, it definitely should have happened. I don't know why the refs allowed it to happen. Yeah, that's um, weird. It, it is weird. So that's why I wanted to talk about it in random sports stuff because we've talked about it before. But yeah, I, I'm almost kind of taking your side now of like you should be able to challenge everything just because human errors can really screw things up and um so yeah it was just interesting and i thought i'd bring it up because it was it was something we've talked about so i thought it was kind of cool something that was within 10 minutes and kansas state was down two scores right i think yeah no they were it would have made the game very interesting it would have you know and so that was such a big play and it's like especially with those kind of things it's like man like that whole it could change because like that was such an awesome call that onside kick it was. was so like perfect. Gutsy like, call. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was so awesome, and yeah, and that would have been another upset then. Yeah, and like it took away from another upset. Yeah. So it was just it was really interesting and kind of crazy that the refs kind of, I I guess made they they had a, like a wrong call themselves because they allowed something to happen that they shouldn't have. So weird. The other thing I want to talk about, Caleb, kind of like mob rule. So we've talked about this mm. before. I think week. Uh, you know, probably three weeks ago, we talked about mob rule. Um, actually, probably a little bit longer um, than that. But anyway, I was thinking that if in any sport we get 5 million likes in one minute with no premeditated plan, we, the people, the mob, could overturn any call. Any call. Any call. No matter okay. what. Now, this could even be, like, something that happened. Like, in in absolute, that happened. Like, there's no mm-hmm. a touchdown, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes threw 13 TDs. The last one, we're like, nope, I get 5 million likes in one minute. We can actually say that TD didn't happen. And now, because, Caleb, I know you're looking at me like I either live in a zoo 
or I am in outer space, <laughs> living with no oxygen. My face is blue, and I'm talking nonsense. But just mm-hmm. okay, just okay, just okay, just hang on, Caleb. Right. So, think about how hard it is to get five million likes in one minute without no premeditated plan. So now I, as the instigator, I cannot go on NBC. I can't mm-hmm. go on ABC. I can't go on Third String Goats and say. Hey, everyone, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get 5 million likes in one minute. I can't do that. It can't be premeditated, right? And so it has to be spur of the moment, however it is, 5 million likes in one minute. And then it gets reviewed by sources. Sources equal me. No, not me, but like uh, maybe the FBI or something to make sure there's no tampering. (laughs) But mob rule, we need to bring mob rule in. Um, Yeah. That would be that's actually an interesting take. I don't know about all your crazy rules there, but a mob okay. rule you know what, just how Kyle. social media <laughs> just how social media has changed our world that we live in. A social media aspect to sports would be very interesting. Are you actually kind of saying like what are you saying? If there was a social media aspect to pro sports where refs had like live access to that kind of stuff, like tweets or and there was so much momentum talking about that Saints Super Bowl when that clearly pass interference, like clearly the whole world, like everybody except, uh, was it Seahawks? No, it was the Rams, Rams Saints. Rams Saints. Everybody basically except those Rams fans were upset with that call. Like the yeah. whole world was upset. <laughs> yeah. So if there was a way for like the people to challenge a call, I think that would bring something interesting to sports. And I think only penalties. I don't think like an absolute, like I don't think you should be able to overturn, I don't know, like a touchdown or a field goal or whatever, but like on a call and if something wasn't called, like there, like somehow in some way, social media could have an impact on the game. I think that would be really cool. It'd be make things interesting. So yeah, instead of them going into their little challenge booth, they go to their social media booth and see like what fans thoughts are. They just pull out a cell phone and just like, (laughs) yeah, they pull out a flip phone (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Checking my Twitter quick. Yeah, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Perfect. the The next one, big news. Um, Aaron Rodgers threw his 420th TD. I think he got another one or two after. Actually, two after that, I believe. Shout out to our boy Aaron Rodgers. Just go ahead and yeah, give us Rodgers. a tweet if you want. Yeah, we're the first ones to give you a shout out. So you can tweet uh, at us if the you first want. Ones. <laughs> I think this makes him number six all time on TD passers. Or for most passing passing touchdowns in the in the league, so the shout out to A Rod for that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be really fun when he like finishes with the most TDs and one ring. <laughs> Love that. Um, also, really quick, the um, during the Packer game, this is like the greatest celebration a defender can ever do <laughs> in football. Is like once you make a tackle, you get up and do that little finger wave. So the oh, no. the Packers linebacker, yeah, uh, the our middle linebacker Campbell, like made this great tackle on fourth down and got up and he's like on one knee and he just shakes his finger at the defender, yeah. like no no no. <laughs> <laughs> That's just so funny to me, dude. I died when I saw that. It's just yeah. the comedy in sports. Oh my yeah, gosh, it's, that was so funny. It's so great, and I'm so happy they didn't call that taunting. Also, yeah, for shout real. out Brandon, one of our listeners. We used to work together. Brandon, remember when I'd go, no, 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 and wag my finger. So shout out to you. And I guess shout out to you. I guess you were uh, a big influence in his life for the no, no, no. Oh, yeah, massive. Massive. Okay. Um, one more thing in random sports stuff is 
this is just hilarious to me. The Dodgers are or have won 106 games this year, and they are qualifying as a wild card team for the playoffs. <laughs> you imagine <laughs> being outrageous. a fan of the Dodgers? Oh my gosh! Like they're one of three teams I think this year that have won over 100 games, and they're not their division winner. The other one won one more game than them, and now they're sitting as a wild card spot. That just blows my mind. Yeah, it, it's That's crazy, but it's but it also goes back to like you know you can. It sucks. I could not imagine being a Dodgers fan at this point. 106 games, and you're a wild card. But it's like, dude, at the end of the day, like you weren't the best in your division, you know? Yeah. And, you know, so, so it sucks to be them. Yeah. <laughs> um, moving on to our picks of the week, and this is this is this is a this is a good win for me. So I chose the Cleveland Browns over the Minnesota Vikings. It was a it was a a weird game, uh, but the Browns were able to come through with the win, thankfully. And uh, it's really weird. The Vikings have been in, like, all of their games this year, like, competitively. But they keep losing, which is awesome. Oh, my gosh. Um, So that puts me at 2-2. And, And, uh, yeah, I'm just – I'm feeling good heading into next week. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, worst of luck. I am going to take a moment of silence for my pick. Okay. And I'm just going to interrupt this moment of silence with a uh, a minute of talking. And um, (laughs) – I just want to give a huge shout out to the Jets. I always believed in you. You guys are the greatest. Giving Timmy his first loss uh, yeah. of the year, so great. Thank you, Jets. I Zach Wilson, you're a goat. So yeah, you know there was a lot of chatter that like people didn't know is Zach Wilson a cute little like sparkling water model or is he <laughs> an NFL quarterback? And I guess he is an NFL NFL quarterback. So he actually did have a he played a pretty good game. I think he threw he threw one one pick. Yeah, one pick, two TDs and one pick. Yeah, but I mean the Jets put it together and they they put together a really good game and they were able to stop Tennessee. I mean Tennessee in overtime missed you know the kick, um, but it was you know I can barely get mad at this because the Jets deserve this and they deserve all the credit because they beat the Titans. But Gabe, I do just want to toot my horn a little bit here. Um, because toot it, toot it, toot, toot. But I want to go over like my game pick so far. Cause we do this guys for like, we just want to win. It doesn't matter if they're good games, but I want to go over this. So like my first pick chargers, Redskins, that was a four point game. Chargers won, uh, with the touchdown in the fourth quarter mules versus the Vikings was a one point game. Raiders versus the dolphins was a three point game that went, there were three total scores in overtime which I don't think that happens ever. I don't know if it yeah, has happened ever. I don't know if it's... Three scores in overtime it. is literally like goat wizard status. Uh, and my last one, this uh, Titans and Jets uh, three-point game. So they've all been actually really fun games. Um, and so, yeah, just wanted to get yeah. a little toot. To your own horn, which I think is deserved. You've picked some really good games. Um, but heading into next week, I think I'm going to go three and two, and okay. I hopefully whatever game you pick, you're going to lose, and we'll be matched up at three and two together. So uh, my pick th- uh, for this next week is the Tennessee Titans versus the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I'm taking the Titans. They're going to be coming off a tough loss. They're going to be mad, and they're going to want to uh, be – well, they're going to be hungry to get back on that winning um, that winning streak again. Okay. So I'm picking the Titans, and before you jump all over me, I'm going to kind of do what you did last week and choose a really easy game, even though the Jets beat them. <laughs> so hopefully I don't have your bad mojo. Um, this should be an easy win for them. The Jacks have been playing a little better, so I wouldn't be surprised if they do upset them here. So, 
Oh my gosh. That's the thing with NFL, man. It's yeah, they're all pro know. athletes. Yeah, you never know. So Titans over Jags. That's what I got. Yeah, I mean, I call it that rookie quarterback hunger. You know, they. Ooh. So who knows, man? Like what? Yeah. Uh, what Lawrence can do. But I appreciate you being upfront. You know, last week yeah. I was like, oh no, man. Like I'm looking for a good game, man. I'm not looking for an easy win. <laughs> I was looking for an easy win, folks. And come to find out, it was a good game, but I lost. Unshout out me for a terrible pick. Yeah, definitely. And shout out to me for being upfront. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my pick of the week is the Carolina Airplanes versus the Philadelphia Blame Shifters. And so, as you guys know, we changed it to the Blame Shifters last week. But I am going to go with the Airplanes coming out on top. Philadelphia looked pretty decent. You can't look decent when you play the Chiefs. They actually look pretty good, honestly. Yeah, but I do think uh, Carolina, I think Carolina is a good team. The Cowboys beat them today. Carolina airplanes, they have an amazing defense. And, you know, so I think they can really, I think they'll, you know, take this game next week. Yeah. That's a great pick. Um, Let's start wrapping up here and let's move into our challenge of the week. And this week is a physical challenge. And so we are challenging each one of our listeners to do 50 push-ups each day, which will be a total of 350 push-ups for the week. Uh, And then you can post your results if you want or don't. Whatever. Um, it would be cool to see, though, if someone actually went through with this and uh, tagged Third String Goats on their post. Um, but, yeah, we're just trying, again, to influence our listeners to do go out and just change their communities, uh, strengthen their own bodies, their own minds, and to be a positive influence. So that is our challenge of the week. Yeah. I We had talked about this earlier this week, Caleb. Again, like we talk about challenge of the week is kind of one of those things that we talk about quite a bit kind of throughout the week, different ideas and stuff. Mm-hmm. I saw a social media post about a guy who was who was doing this. He actually did 100 push-ups every day, and I was like, that might be a little bit much because he was actually like yeah. a bodybuilder. And <laughs> again, folks, just so you know, I'm I'm not a bodybuilder. I wanted to make it a little bit more, you know, easy, but it's still like 50 push-ups a day can totally change your life. And so I'm gonna be doing this. I need to take a before and after picture because before, again, I'm not a bodybuilder. I might have a little bit of a belly. Or a bell bell, as my wife calls it. And who knows, maybe my body can be totally transformed in a week. Hint, it can't be. But, guys, it can lead on to bigger and better things. So, mm-hmm. we would love that. Um, so, yeah. Now, my the life hack, as we wrap the show up, guys, the life hack of the week um, that we came up with would be to do one push-up and take a picture of you doing it to make it seem like you did the challenge and then post it with like you doing a push-up. Just kidding. <laughs> Don't do that. That's not a life hack. We want to, you know, have a positive influence on you guys and for us all to be better people. So our actual life hack, this one is uh, to go grocery shopping after you eat so you won't buy things that you don't need, right? Pretty so, pretty simple, you know, whatever, but very few of us do that, especially when oh you're talking gosh. about budgeting. So me and Caleb and um, our, me and my wife, and I know Caleb and his wife, have been kind of working on the budgets. Mm-hmm. This can totally yep. change things because groceries are one of those things that can really get out of hand real quick, mm-hmm. especially if you go hungry. Because whenever I go hungry, I always buy. It never fails. I always buy chips, and chips. Same. It. Why are chips the go-to? <laughs> chips are the go-to because they're the greatest snack ever. Ruffles, oh cheddar, and sour cream. What's your go-to? Um, right now, recently, it's been dill pickle chips by Lay's. Okay. Yeah, I've never been a dill pickle chips kind of guy, but I haven't tried them in the past in the 
I don't know, fry five, six. Crazy thing is, my wife and I just went shopping today. We bought dill pickle chips. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and it wasn't on the list. I guarantee you that. Uh, no, it was not. It hasn't. Yeah. Funny thing is, they've actually been in our Walmart out here and stores around here in York. They have been out of Lay's dill pickle chips. So we've been like on the search for the last like three months. This is the first time we found them in the first three months. So that's why we bought them, actually. Oh, my gosh. So yeah, it first, wasn't on the list, but we always check. Yeah. And they haven't been there. That's so. amazing. First world problem. <laughs> Shout out to all of us I know, just right? suffering here in the States. Yeah. <laughs> Can't find my dill pickle chips. Yeah. Um, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, make sure you go give us a follow on Instagram at Third Stream Goats. We love you guys. We appreciate your support. Have a great week. Bye, guys.